Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. So here we go. We begin with Romans chapter 16, verse 1. And man, there is so much in here. This is a who's who of people connected to Paul. Um, this is a, you guys, everybody knows what a shout out is. Remember back in the day with hip hop in the 80s and 90s, they'd shout out to people. And you know, I remember, I remember back in the day, we would call into a Christian radio station in Albuquerque and give shout outs to our friends. Some of y'all did that on radio stations too. I don't know why that was so cool. Yeah, man, y'all, I wanted to say what's up to so-and-so, I don't know. But Paul is giving shout outs here. He's giving thanks and he's honoring all these people. And they have been, it's amazing, we know they're in heaven, but he has immortalized them in scripture. And here's the fascinating thing, men and women of God tonight. There's a lot of women there, women in there called by name. Women. And this is for those, I know it's none of you, and I know it's none of you listening on the live stream. You'd be surprised, though, even women, some women go, no, women aren't called to lead in the church. I've heard women say that. Look, I understand. I understand where folks are coming from and the way they've been taught. But God uses men and women. That's why there's a man and a wife originally, right? Adam and Eve, because we're better together. You say, well, I'm in a situation where I'm a single mom. Well, God bless you. You're having to be all things to all people. God is with you, and he is, he is, his hand is on you. But I'm telling you right now, God uses men and women whatever situation they are in to lead, to guide. I find this fascinating that we're in Romans 16, and all these women are getting shout-outs as well as men. And then I'm speaking about Deborah on Sunday. So Deborah is a good, strong name. It is. So that is the, a leader lady. I may, I may just title it Lady Leader. I don't know what I'm going to title it on Sunday, but it's the classics. And I'm just so impressed with her life and all the roles she, she fulfilled. You know, she was a wife and a leader in all these different areas. But listen closely. Chapter 16 Verse 1 and 2, uh, my wife and I several months ago were discussing this. The Greek words they use in here are amazing. And it doesn't come across the same way it does in Koine Greek. Koine Greek is very descriptive. God knew what he was doing with Hebrew in the Old Testament and Greek, Greek in the New because those languages are so rich and full of meaning. Many times you need a paragraph of English words to describe one Greek word. Rich, 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 deep text. So check this out. Romans 16. Here's what the Apostle Paul begins by saying. He says, I commend to you our sister Phoebe, who is a deacon in the church in Centrea. Okay, deacon, that word in the Greek is diakonon. I don't know if deacon is a great translation here. It's pretty good. But deacon, I don't know if it grasps the whole meaning of diakonon, and that means servant. She is a servant of the church and Chintrea, okay? I'm probably saying that different every time I say it because it's spelled really interesting. Diakonon. So listen up. What is a deacon? A deacon serves. A deacon serves. All phones off, por favore. Verse 2. Welcome, or just turn the volume down. You don't have to turn your phone off. Welcome her in the Lord as one who is, look, look at this. He's talking about a woman so he's beginning his conclusion of the book of Romans. He's discussing a woman at a time when women were not given honor like men. 
Paul was not anti-woman. He was not a chauvinist, a male chauvinist. He was a great liberator of women like Jesus. You start to see that because he talks about, even in, in, the, in the church of Corinth, he tells them, a woman shouldn't prophesy without her head being covered. Prophesy means speaking the word in public. This is powerful. So he says, welcome her in the Lord as one who is worthy of honor. Wow, among God's people. That's a big deal. This is a time when women were not treated as equal citizens. Paul was already breaking down barriers. He was allowing men and women to go to church and sit in the same room together. That did not happen in synagogues. That did not happen in other places. There was a great imbalance with how men and women were treated. All right? Of course, the Roman Empire, it's estimated today that over 50% of its inhabitants, and they weren't even citizens, all of them, but over 60% of the people in the Roman Empire were slaves. So this was a very, very, very unequal world, okay? So now Paul is liberating women. Look at what he says. Welcome her in the Lord as one who is worthy of honor among God's people. Help her in whatever she needs, for she has been helpful to many and especially to me. Let's stop there. Go back one screen if you don't mind. Helpful. That is not a great translation. It is. It's fair enough for English and a New Living Translation. But that word is prostatis. And that is the only time it is used in the New Testament. You look at history, and many times that word was used for emperors. So you look earlier in the verse, and it says, she's worthy of honor among God's people. Help her in whatever she needs, for she has been prostatus to many. And what else? And also, where? let's finish, and especially to me. Okay, let's go back again. Thank you. I'm keeping you all on your toes. She's been prostatus to many and also to me. So helpful doesn't quite get it. So what does prostatus mean in Greek? It means one who gives help or relief. Right here, this is a feminine word. She is a female guardian. <laughs> Ladies, this will set you free, I'm telling you right now. This will set you free. Men as well. Because when you know your place in God, men, you don't have to compete with women. We all do our part. I know there's some, I don't know who this is for. Maybe someone on the live stream said, man, I feel like I have to compete with my wife. Not me. She's a lady leader. Let her go. Let her go. Just turn her loose. Sometimes I get credit for stuff, and the greatest thing I did was just let her. Oh, my God, I didn't do nothing. Say, what? Oh, no, that, praise God, Pastor Matt. I'm like, praise God. You know what my leadership is? It's like Pastor Joel Stockstill talked about this years ago. He said, just turn them loose. We're not in competition with each other. We are the body of Christ, men and women, and we are seen as equals in God's eyes. We have, there are differences in some ways biologically, emotionally. You say, oh, yeah, but oh, the woman is the weaker vessel. What does that mean to me? It means I can do a lot more push-ups than most women. Great. There's probably women on the planet that can do more than me, though. I mean, if I can knock out, I don't, I don't know if I can do 60 anymore, but... If I can knock out 50, then great. That, that's a lot. But, man, what does that mean? You know what? I love this. It says, help her in whatever she needs, for she has been prostatus. So a lady guardian, a patroness, one who could have funded ministry. We don't know, but she was a patron, a protector. Hmm. Another definition is a woman set over others. She sounds a lot like a pastor. 
that is the only place in the New Testament where that Greek word is used, and that will set people free. Of course, if people don't look at it objectively, they'll go, no, that's not what that means. Okay. What's funny to me, no one in here, obviously, probably no one on the live stream, but it's funny to me how the men who don't want to set women free to do what they're supposed to do in God's kingdom, they don't want to do it either. I've watched that. I've grown up seeing that. Hey, Pastor, I don't, I don't know about uh, women. Well, why don't, why don't you help, brother? Why don't you help? I can't get you to move. I, don't, I can't tell if you have a heartbeat. I'm going to have to pull out my, my medical paddle. Clear. Clear. Sounds better on, on the mic. Just, I don't know if they have a pulse. And it never fails. The guys who don't want women serving or ministering, they say, I don't know if they should do that. They, they just don't, they're not very helpful. They're what Hispanics call inservible. It's like, well, are they useless? Are they helpful? What are they? They're just sitting around saying women can't help. No, men and women help, and we were better together. I can't change it. It's God's word. Male and female, he created them. And they were created in his likeness and in his image. So this is powerful. Let's go on to verse um, 3. Once again, it's a who's who of those who have helped Paul. And there's so many women in here. This is fascinating. Give my greetings to Priscilla and Aquila. This is a husband and wife team. They were ministers of the gospel. And right here, the wife is listed first for some reason. Say, man, would that offend you, Pastor Matt? Pastors Jen and Matt. Not at all. Not at all, man. When this church gets packed out, I'm telling you, it's going to be, a lot of it's going to be because of you ladies. I'm telling you. It's just, it's amazing how God flows through women. Give my greetings to Priscilla and Aquila. My co-workers, he's calling them equals. Do you see that? My co-workers, they work alongside me in the ministry of Christ Jesus. In fact, they once risked their lives for me. I'm thankful to them, and so are all the Gentile churches, the non-Jewish churches. Also, give my greetings to the church that meets in their home. <laughs> they were pastors of a house church. Greet my dear friend Epinatus. I challenge you, if you have any more children over there, name them Epinatus. I'm kidding. I was just seeing if you're awake. He was the first person from the province of Asia to become a follower of Christ. Wow. Give my greetings to Mary, another lady, who has worked so hard for your benefit. Greet Andronicus and Junia, sometimes translated as Julia, but we know Junia is a lady. My fellow Jews who are in prison with me. Here's a statement. They are highly respected among the apostles and became followers of Christ before I did. Theologians argue about that. I don't know why. Let's go back to they were... Um, Highly respected among the apostles? Huh. It sounds like Junia, a lady, was considered an apostle. Some may say, no, they were just respected among the apostles. Well, whatever it was, she's obviously a leader to be respected among the apostles. So another woman. you got men and women being mentioned here, left and right. They are highly respected among the apostles and became followers of Christ when? Before I did. What a place of honor. They even came to the Lord be before Paul. Greet Ampliatus. There's another good name for your list and your possibilities. My dear friend in the Lord. Greet Urbanus. <laughs> wow. Our co-worker in Christ and my dear friend Stachys. Greet Apelles, a good man whom Christ approves. And give my greetings to the believers from the house 
hold of Aristobulus. <laughs> Greet Herodion, my fellow Jew. Greet the Lord's people from the household of Narcissus. Don't name your kids Narcissus. That comes from Greek mythology. And that was an interesting thing. Let's move on. Give my greetings to Tryphena and Tryphosa, the Lord's workers. Those are two more women. And to dear Persis, another woman who has worked so hard for the Lord. Paul is doing a hall of fame here of those that are serving God. And it's men and women. Someone say men and women. We need each other. You want to walk with God, you go ahead. But you want to run with God, pair up. Pair up with somebody. And you want the whole family to serve God together? My dad has said for years, it's the husband serving God, you walk. You, you serve God with the wife, you run. You, the whole family serving God, you're flying together. Man, then the whole church truly serving God, the sky's the limit. Greet Rufus, whom the Lord picked out to be his very own, and also his dear mother, who has been a mother to me. Wow, that's a place of honor. Give my greetings to Asyncritus, Asyncritus, yeah, let's do Asyncritus, I like that better. Phlegon, Hermes, Petrobus, Hermas, and the brothers and sisters who meet with them. Give my greetings to Philologus, Julia, Nereus, and his sister, and to Olympus. So we got Nereus' sister, Julia, and Olympus, who's also a woman, and all the believers who meet with them. Wow. Greet each other with a sacred kiss. Some translations say greet each other with a holy kiss. All the churches of Christ send you their greetings. My goodness. Is that powerful? So you wonder why that's in there. God put that in there for us to say God uses men and women. I remember growing up going, well, this is cool, but why is, why is he bringing all these people up? You know, I want to say what's up to my mom. I want to say what's the, the one lady who's been a mother to me. I want to say hi to my friends, my brothers and sisters. There's a reason for that. He's showing who is working in the kingdom as leaders and great servant-hearted people. All right, let's go on to verse 17. Y'all... We might finish chapter 16 tonight and be done with the book of Romans. And now I make one more appeal, my dear brothers and sisters. Look, he goes back. He, he did the shout-outs now, and he gets into some serious stuff again. That was serious, but this is he, he's kind of turning a corner here, going in a different direction. Watch out for people who cause divisions and upset people's faith by teaching what? Things contrary to what you have been taught. Stay away from them. If you got a friend or they used to be a friend or they, man, they were in the Lord before you, but now they're talking crazy stuff that's not scriptural, love them, pray for them, talk to them. But he said, get away from them at some point. They're, they're, they're bringing division. They're, they're not speaking the word. Said, yeah, I know scripture says that, but you know, mm-mm. Such people are not serving Christ our Lord. They're serving their own personal interests. By smooth talk and glowing words, they deceive innocent people. Is that going a lot? Is that going on a lot in the world right now? Oh, yeah. Did you know just because someone preaches or says they love Jesus or says they honor God, it does not mean that they really honor God? There's a place I've been praying against for years. I still don't know why it's not shut down. It's on Turner. If you've gone there, repent and cast the spirit of divination off yourself. But it's a palm reader. You've seen it. I don't know why palm readers put the Virgin Mary up there. What on earth makes you think, oh, man, will they fear God? No. And here's what I noticed today as I was driving past on the way to church this afternoon. Past 
present, and future. Can you imagine I pay somebody to go talk to them about my past? I'll get a therapist. Hey, sis, would you read my poem, man? Would you talk to me about my childhood? I got a good enough memory, man. There's some stuff I don't want to remember. Come here, mijo, let's talk about your past. No, man, I, no, what does that mean? And, they, and they'll, you know what? Even curanderos and curanderas, witches and warlocks, they'll tell you this is the power of God. No, it's not. That is not. That is witchcraft. So, you know, Hispanics, I'm not bashing Hispanics. I am Hispanic, <laughs> a very white Hispanic, very light-skinned Hispanic. But I'm going to tell you right now, Hispanics have this thing about, no, let's go to the curandero. Don't do that. You don't go to witches and warlocks. That, that is not the power of God. That is wickedness. And according to the Old Testament, that is an abomination to God. So don't go there. These folks, they're teaching a different way. Are you, are you guys with me? I felt led today when I drove past that place. I said, that's going to come up in my sermon somehow. They're teaching a different way. And they'll tell you, oh, no, I know the Bible says that, but we have to be open to this stuff. No, no, we're not open to that. Sorry, closed. But everyone knows that you are obedient to the Lord. Take that. Take that as a prophecy and a promise. You are obedient to the Lord. This makes me very happy, he said. I want you to be wise in doing right. Someone say wise. And to stay innocent of any what? Wrong or wrongdoing. Be wise in doing the right thing. Man, and be ignorant of the world stuff and how to sin and how to do evil stuff. No, you don't. You don't want to get involved with that. And I love this. Did you know all of Romans, and now for the first time in Romans, chapter 16, we're almost done with the book, he finally mentions Satan. He doesn't blame the devil for the whole book. 16, into the 16th chapter, he finally mentions Satan. What does that tell me? That tells me the devil, if he doesn't have nothing on you, he doesn't have nothing on you. You put God first, you deal with your own mind. This book also talks about renewing your mind. You don't have to worry about the enemy. You bind the devil, he will be a non-player in your life. Even though we wrestle not against flesh and blood, you don't have to. Some people talk about the devil so much. Remember one guy came in here one time for the Spanish service years ago? And he preached about the devil, I think, man. And he wasn't supposed to be preaching about the devil in that message. He said, the devil, and the devil, brother and sister, and the devil. And finally, another guest speaker said, I was taking him to the airport. He said, man, did you notice that guy all he did was preach about the devil? He said, I didn't come to church to talk about the devil. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. Notice I don't mention him a lot. I believe in spiritual warfare. I believe in casting out demons. But we don't give him glory or credit. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. May the grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. Mm. Timothy, my fellow worker, sends you his greetings, as do Lucius, Jason, and Sosipater, my fellow Jews. I, Tertius, the one writing this letter for Paul, send my greetings too as one of the Lord's followers. Gaius says hello to you. He is my host and also serves as host to the whole church. Erastus, the city treasurer, you should look that up sometime. I don't know if you're interested in archaeology. But I believe, I believe, I believe this is the one that they found an inscription of. That he was, he was a, they found proof of this archaeologically. That Erastus was a city treasurer and he actually existed. Look into that one. I could be confusing that with another name though. All these Greek names, it's all Greek to me. You know what I mean? Okay. Erastus, the city treasurer, sends you his greetings. And so does our brother Quartus. 
Somebody say, now all glory to God. Go ahead. Say it again. Say, now all glory to God. Mm, I love it when you say that. Who is able to make you strong, just as my good news says. Some translations say, just as my gospel says. Oh, yeah, all glory to God, who is able to make you strong, just as my good news says. This message about Jesus Christ has revealed his plan for you. For you Gentiles, a plan kept secret from the beginning of time. The church was a mystery. Even Isaiah, the Messianic prophet in the Old Testament, who prophesied for all history, man, into the, into the tribulation times and into the millennial reign of Christ after the tribulation, God did not reveal to these ancient prophets about the church. It was a secret. It was a mystery. We were God's secret, hidden. But now, as the prophets foretold and as the eternal God has commanded, this message, this is what they did prophesy, this message is made known to all Gentiles everywhere. Scripture says that when the Lord would come, the Messiah, he would be a light to the Gentiles, and they, he would, he would be king over them too. Made known to all Gentiles everywhere so that what? So that they too might believe and obey him. Beautiful. All glory to the only wise God through Jesus Christ forever. Wait, wait, I got to the end of Romans. Amen. Somebody say amen. You know what amen means? So be it. Let it be so. Let it be done. Let it be confirmed. Any questions tonight? I just want to mess with you all. I know nobody's going to ask a question. But once in a while, somebody does. Any questions about what we talked about? Anything at all? What did I get out of that chapter? There's a lot of wisdom in that chapter, but I, I loved it because there were men and women working together. That is the modern church. That's how the church was birthed in power. There were men and women working together. I can't exclude. Can you imagine I exclude one of the genders? That'd be... It'd be as weird as, as all the ladies going, no, you know what? God can't use men. Jesus appeared to Mary Magdalene, and she became arguably the first preacher in the New Testament after the resurrection because he said, go and tell. Go and tell him I'm back. Man, that'll preach. Don't get me started because I'm supposed to be wrapping it up. Go and tell. But can you imagine... Say, no, we're going to exclude men or we're going to exclude women. No, 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 we're waved. I know this has been used for other things, but we are better together. We're better together. We complement each other. Our strengths and weaknesses, man, they meld together so well. I'm telling you right now, there's so many things that my wife does. It's amazing. It is the polar opposite of what, what I am able to do or what I even want to do sometimes or what my abilities would take me to do. We took personality tests, and we're like polar opposite. It's incredible in many ways. But then we have all this stuff in com common because of God and because we're the right person for each other. But all glory to the only wise God through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. Go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes tonight, if you would, please. If there is anyone at the sound of my voice tonight in this house or on the live stream who says, Pastor Matt, if I passed away, if I died... I know that I've never confessed Jesus as my Lord. I, I don't believe I would make it to heaven. Well, Scripture says there is only one mediator between man and God, and that is Christ Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes unto the Father but by me. He's the only way. Our righteousness doesn't cut it. We need his righteousness. 
We need his blood to bring us into God's presence. Is there anyone in this house tonight who would say, I need to accept Jesus and make him Lord of my life? If that's you, raise your hand. All right. If not, that's okay. Let's pray for those on the live stream for their benefit in case someone listens to this who has never accepted the Lord Jesus like you have. Let's pray together as a family. Say, Heavenly Father, I call out to you and I call on your mercy. I'm sorry for sin in my life. I'm a sinner without you. Cleanse me. Forgive me, Lord. I need you. See, I confess and I believe that Jesus is my Lord and that he died and rose again so that I would be saved from hell and from myself. And I believe Jesus come to live in my heart in Jesus' name. See, I believe and I'm saved right now in Jesus' name. Now let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for your people, their humble hearts, what they stand for in your kingdom, what they represent, God, as examples, what they do as they serve. This is a serving church, and I thank you for their acts of service. I thank you for the flourish night that's coming up on Tuesday, just less than a week, Lord. Wow, you're going to flow through the women. And those of us men helping, you're going to flow through us as we help behind the scenes. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness. We thank you for what you're doing here. And we praise and worship the name of Jesus because he is worthy worthy and highly exalted. In Jesus' name, amen.